so I have to use tobacco soap all month and I have to use an open blade razor every day? Is that the stipulation? Maybe. Oh, shit. Well, I have Brad Maggard hone this weight and butcher. But, like, how many? It's the tip. I don't know how to say it, but uh, on the wider side? Even though I lo love the look, I'm worried that I'm not going to like it. <laughs> Get comfortable with it. Hello, my name is Junjilla, and welcome to Judges Shave. This is the Sample September edition of our podcast, and we finally revealed some of the winners of the Gems of Wisdom and Raw Hug and Side Side Challenges and Side Challenges. With me today is our judge who just got his thrill back, the Honorable Visceral Watch. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. As one of my colleagues said, the thrill is no longer on life support, but we must tap into it when it's around. So I'm trying to tap into the thrill at the moment while it's here. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, then we have the man who is taking a break from his free fall into open blade rabbit hole just to talk to us, the Honorable Eldrom R. How wet is your face today? I actually had a bloodless wet shave earlier this week, so I'm, uh, I'm rolling on a high note here and looking forward to shaving with the exact opposite of an open blade. So That sounds fantastic. Then finally, we have the judge who, judge who judged over 300 SOTDs just in the last 24 hours because he works better with the deadline. The Honorable USMR 3000, do you have repetitive strain injury from the point sliders? Yeah, I've got my thumb in a sling. I was um, very impressed that you managed to, to get all of this out of the way before the episode. <laughs> yeah, Pro Plus, uh, Red Bull, yep, I'm uh, caffeinated and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> for about two days ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, so today is an episode um, in honor of Wilkinson Sword, a brand that the listeners probably know for their shaving hardware, mostly the blades, maybe the, the cheap board brushes, and possibly for, their infam for the infamous shave soap they make. Uh, today's episode will bring some more um, hidden aspects of Wilkinson shave tech uh, to the audience. Uh, and we will also uh, present uh, the winners of one of our side challenges and the winners of our two side side challenges. Uh, so Samaj 3000 and Eldrom R sponsored the Gems of Wisdom side challenge for the second time this year. And Eldrom R also sponsored the Rawhawk and side challenge for the first time this year. Um, how did they turn out and who are the lucky winners, uh, those that we can already announce? Well, if for the Raw Hagen Challenge, it was absolutely fantastic. The the people who decided to join in, um, sort of like the, the MMOC Appreciation Challenge for last year, um, started off with a lot of hesitation. We had one person who quit after a single pass. <laughs> <laughs> and someone who self-disqualified after the first shave. Um, that being said, we had... Let me pull up my list here um after the entire month we had we started with i believe 62 um challengers 44 of them finished the month um following all the rules of the challenge so yeah. when i yeah it was actually quite impressive and even the ones who were like yeah i don't 
want the flare. I don't want the, the brush drawing decided to hang in there. So those 44 do not include um, another handful that decided to continue um, to use their brushes even after they were disqualified or informed me privately that they, they weren't interested in competing, but still wanted to to kind of have some camaraderie and finish the month following the rules of the challenge, which they think was amazing. So of those 44 who finished and followed the rules, um, I put their names into random.org. Um, and we actually had a, another user who gifted a second motherload brush into um, the prize pool for this. So I actually have two winners. Um, the first winner, and there's it's, it's actually really funny, is again, you loud music boy. <laughs> who, if listeners will remember, actually won the um, MM24 from me. And on his first post, I actually commented to him, and I'll, I can give this to you, DJ, to include in our write-up. I'm going to laugh if you win a brush and a razor from me. Welcome to the challenge. And that was... <laughs> um, he is uh, one of the winners. The other winner of the second brush is... Um, you, I'm blasted. Um, so I'll be reaching out to both of you um, privately. Loud Music Boy, you get the first choice between the two brushes we have. Both are motherload brushes. Both are brand new, I believe. Um, and then I'm blasted. You will get the motherload brush that is remaining after Loud Music Boy selects his choice. Congratulations to I'm blasted and Loud Music Boy. <laughs> it's, it's funny. So um, uh can already say that uh, luckily, uh, Lucky Music Boy did not win one of the side side challenges because Elsie would also have gotten a set to go with uh, a software set to go with his hardware. So set. we would have would basically have been a little bit suspicious. We would have given him an entire shaving setup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, so that's it for the Raw Hogan Challenge. So now I uh, I understand that there was a misunderstanding uh, and we will not yet announce the winner of the Gems of Wisdom Challenge. Is that right? I don't know if I would call it a misunderstanding. I would call it just Samaj and I completely forgot to pick a winner. <laughs> <laughs> with with all the judging in the portal and the Raw Hogging posts I had to read, there, the, I completely thought that it the winner was going to be wrapped up in the judges portal selection, which was not in fact the case. So we will have a winner selected by the time this write-up goes up. Um, and then we'll reach out to the winner um, to help arrange the, the prize to get to them. Yeah. Anyways, the, um, the write-up goes up at the same time as the episode. So everyone will learn it at around the same time. Well, then there we go. Okay. Is there anything to add to the side challenges or can we move on to the side side challenges? Well, I don't think we've fucked up twice, so uh, yeah, I think we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, like last year, uh, we also ran side side challenges, and those are side, side side challenges to the side challenge of the Gems of Wisdom uh, challenge and to the new Raw Hogan challenge. In the side side challenge, the participants had their SODD posts judged and scored um, by entertainment value and insightfulness. Uh, this led to um, quite a, a, a high judging load on, on the three fearless judges that were this time Eldorm, Samaj, and myself. Uh, so we had 2,784 posts to judge, or just over 900 per, posts per person. So I think um, next year we'll reduce it to just one challenge. What, what do you think? 
Yes, please. Because on top of the, the 923 I did in the portal, I had 1,544 raw, raw hogan posts to read for that challenge as well. So that put me at almost 2,500 SOTDs I had to go through. So, well, if we can whittle it down, that would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> that, that's what it's like, uh, 80, 75 uh, per, per day, per day was, of, of August. Wow. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> We're learning the lessons of the, of the ladder game judges. That, um, uh, slowly. Sorry? Yeah. Slowly. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what I said before you showed up, DJ. So it's like, as usual, your intelligence says that you didn't even need to be here for the conversation that you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you could have told us that you are you you are a veteran uh, ladder games judge, and uh, <laughs> we should probably just have asked you how how realistic this is this judge load. Right, and I guess for the people who weren't for the conversation or who aren't DJ, it's just like you know you you have to make the judging relative to the number of players, the number of posts, and the and also the technology um, open to you. So the more players you have, the more posts you have to read. I think it's reasonable that the judges should have less work to do per player, right? Hmm. Ah, yeah. So maybe um, so. So this year we had um, an improved judge portal. So last year we had a sh very shitty one that I had uh, coded while sitting at the beach uh, on the vacation. <laughs> it was a, a text-based um, Reddit text-based portal. It was horrible. Uh, so this year we have uh, slightly improved it, and we had um, a web-based portal that I think made judging quite efficient. I mean, it's, it's still ugly, but. Um, at least this time, it, uh, judging went fast. I think as uh, evidenced by Samaj, who can do 300 posts in, in uh, one day uh, during his work breaks. I didn't have to judge 400 posts using the old portal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you for all your work on the new portal, DJ. It made everything... Much, yeah, it was actually fun. It, it was actually fun, and I think um, uh, next year it will be even a little bit easier. And then maybe we can also automate the the drawing of the winners, so we uh, we don't have the same um, stumble block at the beginning of the, <laughs> of the September episode of twenty twenty three. Okay, so um, uh, I got stuck. Where? Oh, yeah, exactly. So we had something like nine hundred uh, posts for person to judge. Uh, we did all this, and um, and well, let's get to the results. Uh, so on my side side challenges, there are no DQs, uh, but still there were two specialists who managed to get zero points. So one of them is <laughs> NDG. <laughs> NDG uh, accidentally participated in the Rawhogan challenge on August first, but didn't post a picture of his brush, nor did he use a new brush. So um, that was a, an easy um, zero points for the only day that he participated. And then there's Mr. Tangerinsky, um, who managed to participate in the Gems of Wisdom challenge without a gem razor. So he had also um, a sum of multiple zeros. But those are the only two. Then um, uh, we have a, a funny situation that a lot of people who participated in one challenge also participated in the other challenge. So the top 10 uh, have almost the same people. Eight people appear in both top 10s of the Gems of Wisdom and the Raw Hogan. Um, I, I'll, I'll just read the eight people who, who um, uh, managed to get into both top 10s. So that were um, uh, Putney CJ, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, then our Ladder Games champion Red Mosquito MM, then GC Galant, 
Priosaurus, Environmental Gap 380, uh, Straight Razor, Ginopono, and Wise One. Those, those eight names that I just read managed to be in the top 10 of both. And then we have even more similarities. So the uh, third place in both, in both challenges goes to GC Galant, who was very consistent, high quality posts throughout the entire month. And then funny enough, the number one and number two in both challenges are the same people, just um, permutated. So the winner of the Raw Hogan challenge is our uh, Ladder Games champion Red Mosquito. And the winner of the Gems of Wisdom challenge is Putney CJ. But if you read the rules right, there is one winner between the two, and it's the person who got the most points if we count the the best score per day that they have. So if, they, if someone participates in both challenges, uh, only the better score counts. And by these uh, rules, uh, user PutneyCJ wins with 8,390.75 points. So congratulations, PutneyCJ. Yay! And also, of course, congratulations to Red Mosquito MM and GC Galant for second and third place um, uh, for their big efforts. So um, the winner wins a uh, dick holes, uh, well, actually, uh, a set of their choosing, um, soap and splash. Um, it, it can be a dick hole set, doesn't have to be. Uh, and I'll get in touch with them to, uh, for them to make their choice. I think uh, Mosquito definitely needs a lie down now. <laughs> about a three-month nap. No, no, mosquito needs a needs a new challenge. <laughs> we can we can give him a break during Tobaktoberfest, and then and then we need to come up with something for November. Tobaktober, you say? Tobaktoberfest, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm I'm suddenly getting very intrigued. Uh, it must be the German heritage. Yes, yes, yes. And um, uh, I have also a solution for uh, you. Remember your OC comment last time that it could be the OC Tober. Uh, for your German, yeah, for your German heritage, it could be the OK Tober. Then it's an open blade, offene Klinge. Ah, oh, oh, there it is. Have, you can have tabak with an offene Klinge. Hmm. Think about it. Hmm. I have to think <laughs> about this. Okay. Nice. You you still need to get some open blade shaves in. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, to today's episode, um, our setup today is Wilkinson Sword. And the idea came after um, uh, Samaj shared a nugget of wisdom with us. Uh, Samaj, do you want to quickly explain how we got to, to the Wilkinson Sword idea? Yeah, so um, a long time ago, I can't remember how long, but in one of the various podcasts, uh, we were discussing cooling agents. And um, I can't remember if that was real, really true or not, but uh, <laughs> the subject of uh, WS23 came up, which is uh, Wilkinson Sword's uh, proprietary... Uh, cooling agent which they developed i believe it was to be used in cigarettes um for, for menthol cigarettes wilkerson sort of had their hand in a, a lot of different things uh right up until about um mid 2000 they were still producing swords for the um the armed forces they originally started off as a uh, an arms company anyway um probably just a, a shaving division tax on so Probably in the the American Revolutionary Wars, they um, supplied the uh, the British Army. In World War Two, they produced the um, famous commando knives, the uh, Fairburn Sykes fighting knife. And it's it's been a, a pretty much uninterrupted history of arms production, as I say, right until uh, mid two thousand, where they uh, stopped uh, sword production. Wow! Thank you for the history lesson. 
So um, uh, I also dug in a little bit and I found a review paper in the journal Perfumer and Flavorist by doctors Leffingwell and uh, Rosell. Uh, a history of Wilkins sort cooling compounds from the beginning to now. So they started in the in the mid 60s to develop cooling agents, and the WS23 is from 1996. So it's relatively recent. And like Samar said, it was first made for cigarettes, and found its way uh, indirectly back into the shaving game, which I found uh, quite funny. So I'll, I'll link uh, to the paper also in the in the show notes for anyone who's interested in. Uh, a little bit of a background in the history and the chemistry of those uh, compounds. Do not say you will not be educated by listening to this podcast. No one would ever <laughs> say that. None of the dozens. <laughs> None of the dozens. <laughs> it okay. is um, a little uh, tidbit as well. Uh, in India, uh, Gillette owned the Wilkerson Sword brand, so that's where you get those Gillette Wilkerson Sword uh, blades over there. Oh. So um, it, it, it's not always, uh, not everywhere where it's written Wilkinson Sword, it's actually made by Wilkinson Sword. Uh, that's right. Well, I think it's Edgewell or Schick, I think, is own the, the brand these days. You are full of useful shaving information. So we read uh, Wikipedia five minutes before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that certainly helps. It certainly helps. <laughs> okay. So uh, long story short, today we're shaving with Wilkinson Sword gear and with a software that has WS23 coolant in it. Um, let's do the round and uh, hear everyone's setup for today. Uh, maybe we can start with our historian, Samarsh3000. What is your setup today? Okay, so Razor, I'm using the uh, the black classic plastic Wilkerson sword Razor. So if uh, you live in Europe or the UK, you'll see these uh, hanging around various pharmacies and uh, budget supermarkets, uh, roughly about £5 for the Razor. I'm also using the uh, Wilkinson Sword Bore Brush, which, uh, again, is roughly about £5 here in the UK. It's a, a small brush, small bore. It's probably about 18 mils, I would say, uh, as a knot. Loft is, looking at it, probably about 55, perhaps. Uh, maybe slightly shorter. And it's it's not a very dense knot. It's you probably compare it to something like a Samoog, or the 800 ones, because they're quite a, a thin have a thin feel on the face, not very dense, like a, a zenith. Is uh, it scrubby? No, it's actually reasonably, it's quite soft, actually. So I presume they chemically treat it before it's uh, put onto the market. Hmm. Is this a new yeah. brush, or is this one you've had for a while? Um, I've had it for about a couple of years, but it's not seen much use. But as I say, when I got it out of the box, it wasn't, it, it wasn't bristly, it wasn't pokey. I've certainly had Pokia Omegas in the past. Interesting. I had I, I had a, a bore brush that has a that looks like it comes from the same machine, has exactly the same handle, same shape, uh, same everything, but it's not branded Wilkinson Sword, um, and it's quite pokey. So um, is it I, that weird triangular hang- handle? Is it? Which yeah, yeah. It's like it's like um, a, a, a slightly so it's a cut cone and um, yeah. uh, a frustrum and then uh, slightly flattened, right? Yeah, yeah. With like I, a I, flat surface for your for your thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can I can only presume then that um, I've landed a good one. <laughs> or they or they actually don't uh, they just look similar and are not actually made by the same uh, company. I thought mine was a white label version of yours. Okay. Uh, and what is your software? It's uh, Cefif. 
Sea Spice Slime, which is my only soap with a cooling agent in it. Is it so the Sea Ice Slime? Sorry, it's um, yeah, Sea Ice ah. Slime. Okay, okay, yes, yeah, that's a, a very nice soap. That was my um, uh, austere August soap, and I still uh, like it. So after thirty-one days of straight use, uh, that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, most of uh, snag a small sample, so well, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Eldron, what is your setup today? So actually, it's very similar to Samaj's in terms of the razor. I've got also the black plastic classic Wilkinson sword that was um, gifted uh, to Visceral Watch by Samaj and then forwarded to me so I could try it. Um, I'm also using a brand new Wilkinson sword blade that came in the package, and this will be my first use of the razor and the razor blade. Um, I unwrapped them just about 20 minutes ago to load up and get ready. Um, For the brush, I've got a chisel and hound um, synthetic knot uh, that I'm rolling. It's a really nice fluted wood handle with a cream resin top. I have no idea what the knot is. Uh, The person I picked it up from wasn't sure either. Um, I've only had about one or two uses with it, so we'll see how it goes today. And then I've got a um, Terror Trifecta from Barrister and Man of the soap, the splash, and then I was gifted um, a sample of the balm, and I've been hanging on to it um, for the perfect use. So I figured today with the cooling agents that we're kind of featuring here, this would be the perfect time to try it out for the first time. Fantastic. So um, I also have one of those um, black plastic classic Wilkinson sword uh, razors, also a gift from Samar. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I, I won't say anything. I'm curious to, to see your, uh, to hear your reaction to it. Okay. Um, Whistle Watch, what is your setup today? So I'm using a vintage Wilkinson sword twist to open razor uh, that's nicknamed the Sticky because there's some sort of chemical compound on the top part of the handle that makes it grippy sticky uh, when it gets wet. It sort of looks like a super speed, but it has that cool uh, handle thing going on. And I made a video on this razor a long time ago. And anyway, so if you're interested in that, uh, you can see my video on it. And then I'm using a Samoog brush from 2013, kind of a limited edition thing, kindly on loan from El Charman Man. Uh, Hope to make a video with that one in the future. And then I am simply dickholing Orbit from Noble Otter, soap and splash. Excellent choice, excellent choice. Um, it is, I, I saw the picture, the, the SOTD pic that you sent me before, that the razor really looks nice. Nice vintage looking razor, I, I like it. And I immediately had to look on eBay if I can find one. <laughs> yeah, you, they're, they're not as cheap maybe as like a super speed, uh, because I think they were a little newer and I don't know, people, it was, it was designed by a famous British designer uh, for lack of a better word. So I feel like they command a little bit more of a price, mm-hmm. but they're not outrageously expensive. So they've been cult, cult following, I think, in the UK. There's always plenty of people on UK forums, you know, what's the snag one? So I think that pops up the price a bit. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay, and finally, um, I have a mix of, of everyone else's uh, setup. Uh, so I'm also using a chisel and hound a uh, brush with a fluted handle, uh, a brush that was, the handle was gifted to me by my wife for Christmas. And it has a Zenith um, bore knot, a 26 millimeter bore knot, um, uh, bleached. Then um, I'm also using Orbit, but I'm using a sample that I found that I have. So it's the, it was the only sample with WS23 uh, that I had lying around. 
Um, but I'm not decoding it today because I thought at least I can a little bit change it up. Um, I'm using Holy, Cow, Holy Cows and Mammoth's uh, collaboration splash iced tea, which also has the same coolant. And my razor today is the old um, wedge blade Wilkinson sword razor, the, the weekly set. You know, the one that has um, uh, seven wedge blades that are marked uh, Monday through Sunday. And um, it has an auto strop mechanism, so you can uh, flap it. Uh, you can you can insert a, a strop and and uh, move the handle back and forth, and the, the blade sort of flip flops uh, on it and and gets uh, stropped. It's not unlike the the Rolls razor, but you actually have a proper strop. And I bought this razor uh, a few months ago on on UK eBay. And I think it might be new old stock because the strop is is in wonderful condition and the blades are actually sharp. So I didn't have to I didn't have to hone anything. Uh, just a few laps on the strop just to make sure and and the the razor shaves really well. So I I've used it before uh, for the ladder games. This is now my third use of this razor. I think I don't think I ever used the Thursday blade though. So it's um, at least that is something new. Did you cry when you didn't have to hone the blade? No, no, I've had enough honing for a while. I recently bought a, um, a stainless steel um, straight razor, and it's it's a little bit tricky to hone that. <laughs> I've been spending some time on the on the different lapping films in, in recent days, and um, uh, I'll, I'm, I'm glad if I don't have to hone other stuff too. <laughs> okay, with all that preamble, is it time to ladder up? What do you think? Well, Let's give it a run. As a tradition. Are you naked as you do it, though? <laughs> No, I'm actually clothed today. So what the fuck? A... Are you feeling well? Well, <laughs> well uh, traditionally, I would come back and then you know I would hit the shower after the gym. But so I've not been to the gym today, and I'm sat in my leather chair, so I don't want to uh, you know have my raw ass. Just put a towel so. down; you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nude. If anyone was curious, okay. <laughs> are, are, you, are you sat in a leather chair? If he stands up and we hear the sound, we know he's not lying. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, is anyone else using a Wilkinson sword razor blade by chance? I know someone else mentioned. Yes, I am. I pulled it straight from the, the package and it went straight into the razor unwrapped. So You'll have a new one made in Germany. Um, I've got a vintage one made in the UK. They don't make them here anymore. How vintage? I'm estimating 70s or 80s. Uh, is that this um, famous, what was it, uh, the light blade? Light brigade. Well, I don't think it is. I think it's just a, a regular Wilkinson. Okay. So I'm technically also using Wilkinson sword blade, but I don't think that's what you meant. <laughs> well, I suppose technically you are. Yeah. <laughs> As I like to say, it's technically correct, the best kind of correct. Back when uh, Wilkinson actually, uh, you know, Made uh, <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know before now that they actually made swords at some point. I mean, it makes sense with that name, but I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> it used to get adverts uh, in the UK, and they always played on the military history side. So there's always like a, a sword, like you know, swooshing and <laughs> stuff like that going off. So, <laughs> well, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> They need they need to occupy the factories with something during peacetime. <laughs> As I say, I, I think um, they've had their hands in loads of things. They like um, they made motorbikes, uh, armaments, shaving division, cooling agents. 
I think it, these old been, school industrial companies are um, are amazing that way. I think because they've been tacked onto various other other companies, conglomerates through the years. Um, for instance, they were part of Energizer Holdings at one point, and Pfizer, and and wasn't there some link to Philip Morris? Probably, more than likely. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit slow. I. I... Uh, came late to this whole thing and I didn't prepare my smush at the bottom of the loading bowl and nothing, so I'm a little bit behind the curve. My face is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I've been, uh, been a bit a bit chilly for a while now. <laughs> hey, uh, Visual Watch, um, uh, Orbit, how much of the rose scent do you get? I, that's probably the most prominent thing I smell, mm-hmm. actually. And the eucalyptus? Yeah, the eucalyptus, I'm always worried it, because I started with Parasa green, and mm-hmm. that's like eucalyptus and menthol. So sometimes I think I smell that in any cool soap, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm always a little bit unsure whether I actually smell eucalyptus or just this freshness. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite um, uh, scents of Noble Otter. Um, the only thing is that it's almost too cooling for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would like the scent without the cooling. I think I really? gravitate toward for it more because of the cooling of the scent actually hmm. i really like this scent mm. maybe we should talk a little bit about this this um uh cooling uh agents in in shave products uh i mean there are there are the there are those that um where it's like a, a almost a gimmick right there's um uh cryogen and um terror goes a little bit that way but terror has some sort has a bit of a scent uh, I think Arctic is also where it's just uh, cooling is the feature. And then there's also this new um, kind of uh, fad of putting a little bit of cooling, uh, cooling agent in, in, in many products. Mm. Where do you stand? How, when do you like coolant? What do you think is the role? Um, do you like it? Uh, and so on. Uh, no, I don't like it. And uh, <laughs> I think... Yeah. I've just never liked minty, minty things, cooling things. Um, so that's just all personal preference. So I have to say, I think it's well done. However, by Seafoot, I think it's a nice, nice cooling yeah, about being it's not, insane. It's, not, uh, it's mild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, you know, where menthol or cooling agents are the gimmick, I think it's just not for me. So things like cryogen, I had a sample that once and my tie sinuses exploded midway through the shave. It's just, <laughs> you know, I don't see how people would find it enjoyable. I used to, when I had cryogen, I used to say that I had tears running out of my eyes and out of my nose. Um, yeah, cryogen. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I like the cooling, uh, but I think it's got to be done with purpose. And if the purpose is just to freeze your face off, I'll, I'll, I'll pass. If it's a nice compliment to, the feel of the soap or, you know, I'm not one that really enjoys the, 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 the minty side of the menthol. I actually like the, the synthetics, the scentless cold better than the menthol. Um, so, you know, like tears a lot. Um, I haven't tried Arctic yet. I got rid of cryogen pretty quickly. I just didn't enjoy it. It was just too much. Um, but I think like sea ice lime, um, and orbit even though i don't like the scent of orbit the cooling level was was nice so i'll use it on a super hot day or if i know i'm going to be working outside for a long time i'll put it on 
um, or if I'm just in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so terror is terror for you on the gimmicky side, or uh, does it make sense? Um, I it, it it kind of falls in that gray area because there are other scents to terror. Um, mm-hmm. When I looked it up earlier, it's um, sea air frankincense. Um, they actually uh, try that soap actually has synthetic menthol listed as an ingredient or as a scent profile. Um, hang on, I can pull it up. Synthetic menthol, menthol, frankincense, salt water, and peppermint. Um, but it's not. I don't get like it's not a minty. It. I don't get a minty flavor from it. Um, I actually yeah, do neither. get a lot of the frankincense. So it's it's um, or it, I don't want to say herbally, but it's not. It's not a sweetness. It's not a, a candied or even like a, a typical like go out in the garden and pull some peppermint. I don't get any of that. I just get the. I think it's more to complement the cold. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy terror, but it's got it. I use it sparingly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. So I, I, it's, it's. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. It's a. It's in this gray area just because it's so strong and it's, it really complements well this, this salty frigid. Um, a little bit uh, herby uh, scent. I, I like it a lot, but um, uh, what I it, it, it's 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 really a lot. <laughs> so if you if you dig hole um, uh, terror, you can shave in the morning and pick up a kid uh, in the evening, and um, they will go <laughs> when they give you a smooch. It's really it's really strong, and it stays forever. It's 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 humid. gonna. It's going to be interesting for me because I have to pick up my little ones in about forty-five minutes from uh, their their school yeah. and their their daycare program. So it's I'm going to have the splash and the bomb on my face when I pick them up. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see what sort of repulse reaction I get from them. <laughs> Has anyone of you tried um, iced tea? No, no. It's um, uh, maybe my f- sorry, uh, Visser. Did you say something? Yes, I have. I had it and gave it away. Ah, you did like it. It was it was okay. I liked the scent, but not the cooling. Maybe ah, it was the opposite of this. Okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, so again, we have agreement. So it's I, I I find it one of the best summer scents, but the cooling is a little bit too much. <laughs> it's um it doesn't need to be so strong. So um, I see myself using it less often than than I would like the scent, uh, just because. I'm not always in the mood for this uh, strong cooling. We may be at um, you know at odds with the community though, because I, I do feel there's a strong vibe towards uh, a loss of uh, cooling. Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, uh, mammoth just has it now in everything. All, yeah, all mammoth yeah. uh, after shave, post shaves have uh, have the cooling the cooling agent varying levels and not super high typically, but it's it's in everything. Yeah, I think most of that comes from Florida, you know. I think residents of Florida strongly push for that. Hmm. But um, Mammoth Ben is from New York, right? Well, I mean, he's a US seller. I'm sure he's under sale, uh, under pressure from Florida, man. <laughs> hey, Elt, how do you like the razor? It's it's interesting. Um, I got the first pass done. I'm trying to figure out this brush, so that's where most of my concentration is going. It's lightweight. Uh-huh. Um I'm not getting any tugginess or anything like that with it. Is it one that I would typically reach for? Probably not. Um, it feels good in the hand. I like the kind of, I don't know how else to call it, the grid work um, of the handle. Um, but you I think it's, it's lightweight. Don't you have um, a heavy metal rod in the handle? 
I do. Um, but I mean, as far as like balance and everything too, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess I'm coming from my razor rock Hawk and the WEC where you can, you can tell very clearly the, the distinct balance point between cutting surface and handle. And this is sort of, ah, yeah there it's not head heavy is it it's yeah, not it's head heavy at all because all the weight is in the handle and so it's mm. it's throwing me off but not in a bad way it's just something i wasn't expecting i i find this razor uh, punches way above its its price class <laughs> it's it's a good razor that costs almost nothing it's insane exactly i was i think i was saying that in the uh the pre-show i uh, thank you very much for uh, gifting me one so much this is uh this was a, a really nice surprise this razor there's no problem. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's such a great razor to travel with, I find. Uh, say it's cheap. Uh, mm-hmm. You can afford to lose it, I think, and get a great shape of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to rush out and buy a, a pot metal Edwin Jagger here, or, you know, <laughs> a, a Merca or Mueller. It's like 30 euros, 40 euros when you can buy one of these. I think you can get these all over Europe. Um, Probably for a similar price, seven here, probably about five euros or so, or maybe less. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's it's perfect for a travel razor because it's also, uh, I mean, it, it, that thing won't break if you drop it, if you handle yeah. it a little bit rough. It's not it's not like a, a Zamek, a cheap Zamek razor that you take just because you don't mind losing it, and then uh, you handle your luggage a little bit rough and it breaks. Yeah, exactly. So I'm using this this contraption of uh, so it's, this old razor. It's it's a very weird thing. So it has a short, uh, stubby handle, and then a gigantic mechanism uh, of a head um, that is uh, very heavy, um, and it has an adjustable uh, blade gap. So the, so the exposure is, is adjustable. So it's 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 really totally over engineered. It it must have must have cost an arm and a leg back when it was um, produced. I I, sorry. Manufactured. Yeah, uh, so it, it has all it has all the feeling of um, of like um, uh, a, a tech company's uh, flagship product that has just more features than you could possibly use, possibly need. But it actually shaves well. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really yeah. Funny. I wonder if uh, you know thinking on maybe I should have picked up the uh, the Wilkinson dry razor and see how we got on with that. <laughs> what is the Wilkinson dry razor? Uh, well. It's the uh, it's like a cheese grater you rub on your face. What? Yeah, have a look for have a look for one online. Look for the Wilkinson dry razor. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> okay. Is is the idea that you don't shave with lather? You shave dry. Exactly. Yeah. You shave dry with a cheese grater. Hmm. <laughs> a facial lawnmower. Oh. I, I think various companies have used that in the past, haven't they? A facial lawnmower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Samaj, how's that brush treating you? I mean, I've got no complaints with this brush at all. Um, as I say, it, it's too thin in face feel for me. I uh, I need something a bit more substantial these days. Um, but again, as a cheap entry into wet shaving, I mean, yeah, why not? It's uh, it's readily available. You can pick one up for about five pounds roughly. It's it's really a good price. Like you you won't find a good synthetic brush for that price. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know you you probably got to pay more online for a, a good bore. I mean, if you're on a super tight budget, of course, 
But I, th- I think it's probably worth picking up a Zenith because they're not exactly expensive, are they? They're yeah. circa anywhere about £15, I think, including delivery, perhaps. Hey, but one thing that I realized this year, uh, uh, Gems of Wisdom, uh, sorry, the Rawhogan, a lot of the Zeniths break. Like the handles break <laughs> when they fall. Like there were, there were, there was one that had just a shattered handle, similar to my shattered handle a while back. And the few were th- uh, uh, talking about them, their plastic handles starting to um, uh, get cracks. Now, I do want to, I do want to specify if I can jump in here that one of the users who had a plastic handle that cracked, it was actually a three D printed handle. It was not a true Zenith handle. That was I'm, on your miasma, right? Uh, yes. And I do know yeah, there, yes. Was, yes, there, there was that Zenith handle that was dropped that cracked. Um, and then besides Onion's handle, I wasn't aware. Um, there was one more that um, uh, I think they posted uh, yesterday or the day before that they wanted to re- replace the knot. Uh, no, to, to harvest a knot and put it in, we're looking for a new handle because their Zenith plastic handle uh, started to develop cracks all over the place. Huh. Uh-huh. It was in the in the daily questions uh, yesterday or two days ago. Oh. There we go. Mm-hmm. And, and it, was, it was one of the brushes that was bought for Rawhagen. Interesting. So I don't new. remember hearing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think um, we have like a biased view of the Zenith uh, knots because of the Zenith uh, brushes because we always bought the better ones. We are the the fan club, I think, aren't we? The Zenith fan club or Zenith. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I my first Zenith brush was the really kind of cheap. Um, it was the Gentle Shave sells them as the B10. It's the the tw- it's a 24 millimeter real. Um, I think it's a conical cup so it splays like some of the Samogs do um it broke in in like 10 15 uses and then i turned around and gave it away <laughs> it just it wasn't dense it was a very very thin feel on the face it didn't really it, it it wasn't what i was looking for in a brush but i mean that handle if i had dropped that it would have been in dozens of pieces Okay, so yeah, so the the better handles of of the Zenith brushes apparently are really worth it. <laughs> yeah, yes, I've got been. an olive wood, olive wood one. Yeah, and it is yeah, it's a nice brush. Um, yeah, the olive wood is gorgeous, and then the the copper handles are gorgeous, uh, chromed and and uh, in uh, raw copper, and the aluminum handles. Well, I mean, it's aluminum; it, it won't break, but it will dent and scratch. Um. Yeah, they 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 have they they do have nicer handles if you don't go for the cheapest ones. Mm. Well, but also the the one that that shattered that fell on the on the floor was the same as mine. It's this um, what is the five oh five L? Do you the remember? F- uh, the five oh five B C S E. Because I also have yes. one of those brushes, but mine has not uh, had an encounter with a floor or countertop yet. So. Yeah, so so mine also I, fell and shattered, and well, I mean it's 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 some uh, brittle uh, resin, um, but well, yeah, it's it's. I it, feel it, like it, the 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 message here is go in with high expectations for the knots, but if you buy a cheap handle, don't go in with high expectations for the handle. Expect a cheap handle, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, 
Uh, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, did, uh, are are you all done with the three passes? Yeah, all done. Ready for the how, how frozen? How frozen are the faces? <laughs> yeah, it's tingling. A, a tingly is a good way. I'm not. I'm not freezing yet, but I also haven't applied any post shave yet, which I know will will slowly turn me into a, a human sickle. A human sickle. <laughs> <laughs> In my brain, it, it, it translated to sickle like in hammer and sickle. And I had to, I had to take a, a second to figure uh, out. Icicle, yeah, no. Human yeah. sickle, that'd be a great superpower, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know you, why you'd think that, uh, DJ, the renowned Marxist to what you are. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> this is, this is going to sting, too. I could not get a good lather out of this, this knot. I don't care for the knot at all. This is my third attempt with it, and I squeeze all the water out, and I think it's fine. And then I start painting it on my face and then water pours out of the handle <laughs> like it was hiding in the bottom so i think i'm well, gonna you are on you're on record uh for not liking most synths i am but i've got a uh, 30 millimeter mother load on the way and i found another company um, that makes what they call a soft tuxedo which is apparently comparable to the mother load but it's black and white mm-hmm. like a typical tuxedo knot and not um brown and uh Cream or brown and white like the uh, uh, mother load knot. So we'll see. I, I mean, I'm going to try them all, find one that I like, and I think I'm just drawn to the super soft mother loads. Uh, we we really have parallel thought patterns. I also have a 30 millimeter mother load um, uh, on its way to me currently. Um, th- there was this. I don't know if you remember it, but um, uh, the, this whole mother load discussion in our group started with this uh, little uh, wooden handle mother load brush that I said was excellent, and you guys have to try it. And it went on uh, on tour, and Whistle Watch liked it a lot and uh, said he wants to keep it, <laughs> and. Um, uh, I then immediately went to replace it, but with a 30 millimeter nut. Nice. Yeah, I've got an old ready handle I've opened to 30 millimeter that I'm going to try and make a glow in the dark base for. So we'll see how that ah, yeah, goes. I know which one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That will be fun. All right. Are we, are we putting the post on now? Let's do it. All right. I've got a uh, bootleg. Frozen. But, yeah. <laughs> I've got bootleg uh, CI slime aftershave, which I've concocted myself from um, Sterling Gin and Tonic, Big Glycerin, and some um, synthetic cooling agent from uh, Terrorade. Uh, yes, I think that's the one. Mm. Oh, that, that burns with being Sterling. <laughs> Your alcohol. Yeah, Sterling. So always... is a... Go ahead, DJ. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, mine is a toner, so it doesn't sting at all. But it's funny to have a toner that then goes frigid afterwards. I've got the the Terrorade has quite a bit of a alcohol kick to it as well. And then it's cold. And now I'm going to, if I can get my hands dry enough to open the balm, <laughs> the balm samples just sliding around in my grip. I'm going to put the Terrorade balm on top of the Terrorade uh, splash because I'm a glutton for punishment. It's a triple layer cooling. And here it goes. Has that have uh, what are your thoughts on uh, mint soaps, but don't have a, a cooling agent? Does it throw you off a bit? Um, I I have a eucalyptus and spearmint soap that I really like, um, and it surprised me that I liked it because I'm usually not so much into minty things. It reminds me too much of um, 
like those uh, medicinal chewing gum, you know, the, the ones that uh, where the advertisement says it, it replaces brushing your teeth. It reminds me a little bit of that. Okay, yeah. Don't listen to uh, DJ kids, brush your teeth. Exactly. <laughs> so I will say I'm getting um, scent differences between the balm and the splash. Um, the splash oh. is very similar to the soap. To my nose, it's um, very frankincense heavy, and and that's a little bit of the the sea air, and that's it, or seawater. Um, but with the balm, and I, I'm noticing, like I've always heard whispers and grumblings about some of the earlier Barrister and Man balms, how they were, they had like a weird grit to it, and none of the balms I have have that. But when I'm looking at my sample of the Terrate, it's got a little bit of the grit to it. I couldn't feel it when I applied it, um, but I'm getting a lot of the peppermint from the balm and i didn't pick up any of it ah. from the soap and the splash so that's it's not unpleasant it's not again not candy like so i'm not put off by it um, but i also wasn't expecting it so it's a it's a nice little switch up here oh, nice i go i have to go and, and smell my terror balm now whether I, I get also more of the minty stuff but um when you say the balm has some grit to it do you mean it it, it like separates I, no i mean it's it's it looks I mean, I wouldn't call it completely separated at all because it's still that nice creamy consistency, but I can see little, you know, I don't know, almost like little globs of like an emulsifier or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, I, um, I've been told uh, uh, that this happens when they get cold. Yeah, I'm not concerned about it because they, they went away. They melted as soon as I like rubbed it on my fingers to get it mm. to apply to my face. So I'm not, I couldn't feel them when I was putting the balm on my face. I, you know, and I've had old bombs that, that did that a little bit. So I'm not, doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, so a Boston photo tourist also um, said that there's nothing to worry about. You know, DJ, I think I can smell the eucalyptus in the splash most prominently for orbit. Mm. Yeah. So it, it, it is there a little bit, right? Right. It just sometimes takes a different medium to, you know, shine for some of those notes mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that's something that everyone's always said too that like you know the soap is a horrible medium for fragrance and you know you'll get a, a truer representation of at least what the what the fragrancer was trying to do when you use like the actual fragrance or the the splash as opposed to the soap that, that always amuses me a little bit, this argument. So, I mean, okay, so it's difficult to get um, a scent uh, to survive the, the soap making, but um, the goal is to have a, a nice smelling soap. <laughs> and and um, that's the job, right? Make the soap smell nice. Right. <laughs> well, I'm sure, and, and again, I, I have no experience with perfumery or fragrance fragrancing or anything that so i'm just sort of you know pulling from what i've read and and what i've heard from people is that Mm. you'll get the fragrance in the soap but it may not be to the i'm gonna put this to the vision that the original maker had of the scent so there will be scent but it may not be the scent does that make sense which is also to say that sometimes they will change the scent for the soap like they know what's going into a soap so they're not going to make it the exact same way that they're going to put it in with the alcohol to make the perfume right yeah so the goal is still to make them smell similar as as, as much as possible but um it's just it's not the same so you can use the same fragrance oil for the splash and the fragrance but you have to modify it for the soap if you want it to smell the same i guess oh, i was just saying yes. not saying anything oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> 
that's so mean. <laughs> For kids. <laughs> we still need to get that sound bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, we didn't have the um, the crickets yet. We got to find copyright-free crickets. We'll be all right. <laughs> okay, Wilkinson. So we talked about the brush, okay, but too thin. We talked about the the classic razor. Um, how was the sticky visual watch? It's it's not as good as I remember. I must have really been trying to shill it when I made my video. Um, Find it a bit sharp on occasion. Yeah, right, no, I, right. Right. Like, I think the plastic one would be more comfortable, actually. Wanna, okay. Do you want to trade? But what do you mean? What was the criticism of it? Like, is it uh, too harsh? Too sharp. That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's just, like, too harsh for a seemingly... Like, it's, like, not... It's not an it's not an aggressive razor. It's not efficient, but it's also not super comfortable either. Mm. Sort of a bad combination. Yeah, it will wreck you if you're not careful. Right, right, mm. right. Uh, okay. I have a um, Soviet imitation tech that is like that. It's it's harsh, it hurts, and it doesn't shave well. It's uh, really infuriating. Why would he ever design something like that? That's what, <laughs> that's what I want to know. Yeah, I, I think it's just uh, they messed up the copying process. <laughs> likely. I think I'm going to add... No, I don't have it here. I wanted to add the tabac, tabac craft. Oh, no, here it is. Yeah, so to remind myself of the rose scent that I have painted over with the uh, with the iced tea i'm adding a spritz of uh, tabac man gravity it's uh, the rose scented uh, tabac scent it's really nice nice okay i guess we're running out of things to say <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, we could talk about the tobacco range if you like, or we're going to say that for tobacktober ah yeah yeah so tobacktober um tobacktoberfest so, uh, can we do a tobacco episode in October? Certainly. We haven't done that in a while. I'd be he is tobacco. the Pope Catholic. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, this watch uh, has the cream now as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually planning to take that with me to Maggard this weekend as a good travel option. Last year, I took the stick, I think, with me. So, this year, I'm changing it up and taking the cream. Gracias a Samage. No problem. There's such a wide variety of options with tobacco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly in the, the perfumery uh, section of most most European department stores, at least. Anyway, you don't really get most of the the flavors here. You'd be lucky just to find the regular tobacco. Mm. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, uh, anyone uh, find the Wilkinson Splash? <laughs> no. Yeah, apparently that's uh, you can pick that up in a lot of uh, European supermarkets. The Wilkinson Splash. I think. Um, oh, who's the the creation? Like, so Pat? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he, he sent a picture of like his like local de- department store, and there was some Wilkinson on the shelf. Right, right, right. And that's the same picture that includes the literally wall of oh, the wall of tobacco. Yeah, yes, yeah. the wall of tobacco, and then there's a little bit of Wilkinson at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Apparently, they do a shave stick, and according to uh, the boomers on Badger and Blade, it's a lot better than the, the Puck of Soap they do. The Wilkinson, you mean? Yeah, Wilkinson, Wilkinson Sword, they do a, a shaving stick as well it's as a, that disgusting uh-huh. tub of soap they do. Yeah, you had a, you killed a soap tub, right? I've killed loads of them. <laughs> no, I mean, of Wilkinson. <laughs> oh, wait, you, you killed multiple Wilkinsons? Well, you, you know those um, sterling soap refill pucks? Yeah. That's what I used to put in there. I used to kill a, a Puck of Wilkinson and get a sterling refill and put them in there. But, like, how many? I think <laughs> How you many just years broke in... DJ. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm, well. I'm shocked because because you described it as one of the most horrible soaps ever, and um, <laughs> apparently you have been using it exclusively for 12 years. <laughs> well, you know that uh, pot of prints uh, I gave you. That that's yeah. an Wilkinson uh, tub. Yeah, I I assume that you are a sane person, and it's the only tub of um, Wilkinson that you ever used. Well, you know the Glastonbury I'm going to uh, give you. Well, that's the Wilkinson, <laughs> Wilkinson tub as well. So how many? Uh, five. You killed five tubs of Wilkinson sword soap. Yeah. And you hate it, isn't it? it like, don't you use it for cleaning brushes or something? I did with the last one. I used when when I finally realised, you know, you know, uh, I, I knew better. I, I did. Um, use it to break in ball brushes. Mm. Wait, did you spend like five years, no, um, two years uh, wet shaving just with Wilkinson sword and then you started falling into the rabbit hole and found good soap or what's the the excuse? So I guess I started out uh, using Wilkinson and then I had a look online and then I found Parasso and then back and then things like that. But what I'd always do, I'd always pick up a Wilkinson sword puck I don't know why I'd keep picking it up. <laughs> okay. okay. And, uh, use it, and then, oh, well, no, it's, I'll put a sterling refill in it. <laughs> okay. Now I'm thinking I have, I'm have i missing out on something, and I have to try this soap. <laughs> you're, you're not missing out. I mean, I could have... <laughs> <laughs> it's the honesty. Yay. <laughs> You're not missing out. Okay. I mean, I can happily send you one if you want one. No, no, we have it here as well. It's here in, in all the all the drugstores. Yep, no problem. Um, okay, so I think Eld has to go pick up the minis. Uh, did we forget anything that we have to say with everyone? Did we? Like so it. next episode is a tabac episode. Um, are you participating in in Tabactober? Yeah, go on then. Maybe I will not. I'll I'll happily. I'll happily use tobacco for the next episode, but I, I need sample September has really made me realize how much I miss my the rest of my den. Oh, right, see, yeah, fair, fair, maybe. Okay, this will watch uh, off the klinge. Yeah, so send me more details and I'll consider it and talk to my lawyer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then I guess that's all um, worked out. Um, we will put the winner of the Gems of Wisdom challenge uh, into the, the write-up. And I guess that's it. Next episode is Tabaktoberfest. Thank you very much. Fantastic. All right. We'll see you later, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.